Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzchak Etchalom, and we are studying together Sefer Eov. We're now in Perek Lamed, which is the second of three chapters, chapter 30, in the second of three chapters of Eov's second mashal. And in the first one, chapter 29, he described his wonderful days back when everything was g- great, and now we're going to see the flip side. Ve'ata. And now, meaning as opposed to then, remember, a big part of his description of his great days was all the young people who would stand around him and would guard him and even be in awe of him. And now, people who are younger than I are laughing at me, uh, even their fathers were beneath me. I would not even accept them to work with the dogs who watched my flock, their fathers, and now their sons uh, are the ones who are laughing at me. They also aren't good for strength. It seems to mean that their strength has already left them. In other words, they're young men who don't have much strength. They don't really have anything to recommend them, not experience, not wisdom, and not physical strength. And yet they're laughing at me. And he continues to describe these young men. They are lacking. They have material lack, hunger. Galmud, they are all isolated. They run out to the desert. They flee to the desert. Emesh, Shoah, Umeshoah, which are three synonymous words for uh, places of darkness and of emptiness. That's where they run to because they've got nothing in the city. Matter of fact, they grab the plants from from the desert, uh, from the top from the, from the top of the desert plants. And there's two ways to read this, that the roots of the rotem plant, the broom plant, are their food, or it could be they actually use it to warm themselves up, lachmam. Min gave yigorashu, they are uh, exiled from the city. Yariu alemo kaganav, if they come to the city, the whole city yells at them as if they're a ganav, and these are the people making fun of me. Ba'arutz nechalim lishkon, they end up living in ravines, in wadis, and they hide themselves in dirt and in caves. They bray like wild animals among the wild bushes. And they gather underneath these other bushes, and that's where they hide out and hang out. These are all nivalim. These are all disgusting, low people, people with no name, nikumin haaretz, who have been hit and pushed away from from civilization. And now, here we go. Now we've described who they are. Back to what they do to me. hayiti. I am their song, meaning they sit around and make fun of me. Now, obviously, all of this or much of this is quite extreme exaggeration. Uh, because if they're out in the middle of the desert uh, braying, they're not singing about me. But the point is, in, in this extreme version, he's saying, these same young men who would have not been able to come into my court are now laughing at me, and they're so lowly, and he exaggerates, of course, how lowly they are. I'm their word. I'm the word that they, that they make fun of. I'm the one that they sing about. They have rejected me and they've gone far from me. Rok. 
and they have not withheld any of their spittle from me. Ki yitri pitach vayaneni. Yitri seems to be my belt. The belt that I wear as an honored man has been loosened. This is the flip of the sentiment in Tehillim Mamed. Pitach tasaki. Here it's yitri pitach vayaneni. And who's this? means God has opened up my my uh, un- loosened my belt and it has uh, afflicted me for rest in me panai shilechu and has and and has sent away the inhibitions now which inhibitions are that seems to be the inhibitions of these young men who now have no fear of laughing at me and everything else because they've seen how I've been uh, have been degraded and degraded by God so even though all of this is about the young men who are so lowly and yet they're making fun of me, he still puts it back on God because it's God who has lowered my station and as a result all of this has happened. On my right side, which is where for an honored man, that's where his, his lieutenant would be, his second in command would be, uh, instead, which seems to be uh, a bunch of young men Stand up, raglai shilechu, and they push me out. Vayasolu alai orchote dam, and if I don't go in their direction, they seem to push me in the direction towards their bad times. Edam, natsunetivati lahavati oilu, and they they break my path, which certainly promotes my pain, but it doesn't help them at all. They're not doing this because they're gaining anything, they're not stealing from me, but rather they're doing it just to make me punished, to make me make me upset and, and down. They come to me like a broad breach of water suddenly flowing at me. And I'm swept under like a big wave. The the, the, the the terrible night fears, balahot, suddenly turn on me, and my nediva, my, my my royal standing, my standing that I had before as a wealthy, important man, has been swept away like the, away like the wind. Uchaav and my ability to help others, which is in a sense what he's bemoaning, uh, has been pushed away like a cloud. And now that Eov has described all of the changes in his life, where he was previously honored by all of the old elders and the young ones wouldn't even stand in front of him, they were so so respectful of him, and now they're degrading him, now he turns to God and says, My soul opens up before me, my, the days of my affliction are, are holding on to me. And not only the days. The, at night, my bones are, are like being pecked at. It seems to be those ones who were coming to hurt me don't rest at all. My pain is during the day, my pain is at night, my pain is in public, my pain is in private. It takes a lot of energy I mean, with a lot of power, my clothing comes over me. What kind of clothing? The clothing of this terrible situation, of my terrible status. And it ties me up like the, like the neck hole of my tunic, which is very small, and so it belts me in. I feel very constricted by all of this degrading and pain. 
Horani lachomer. I've been compared to just simple dirt or clay. Vet mashal ke'afar va'efer. I am likened to dirt and to ashes, this, which now puts Eov in a very favorable Avraham-type state. Ashavai lecha velotaaneni. I call out to you, God, and you don't answer me. So it's not as if you're not aware of it. I'm in front of you. I stand in front of you. You're looking at me. You're paying attention. You're noticing me, but you're not responding to me. You become like an enemy, like a brute to me. With the strength of your hand, you hate me, meaning you're hurting me. You lift me up in every direction. And you melt with 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 wisdom and that you're you're working at me with you're actually thinking about it and working at me in the harsh way. I know that ultimately you're going to bring me back to death. the place where all living things end up. Uh but it it's my request, but you will not hurt me, and this goes back to Eov's first claim back in Paragimel. He was asking to die. He says, but with request, you will not hurt me. If you, you will not afflict me, you will not attack me when I pray. In other words, I'm asking for you to take me at least and end this suffering. You won't do that. And now, from here, all the way through the end of his uh, mashal in Paraklam and Aleph, Eov swears to his commitment earlier on in how things have changed. So putting sort of Perakhaftet and the bulk of Lama together, and it begins here, and then we'll we'll do the rest of it in the next podcast. Have I not, and which is an oath, we're saying that I have, wept for the people who had difficult days. I was in pain, spiritual pain, emotional pain for the destitute when I was wealthy. Kitov kiviti I hoped for good. I looked for good, and instead evil came. Meaning he's saying, I was such a helpful leader, a wealthy person who helped the destitute, and I looked forward that at least my end would also be good, and instead the evil came. I anticipated the light, and instead the darkness came. My, my insides are boiling, and won't silence, won't become silence, uh, silenced and my days of affliction have come quickly and ahead of me. Now it's unclear whether this is going back to his description of how he was back then on behalf of the poor or what what his situation is now. means I have walked with my head bent over uh, without the sun, without seeing the sun, with his head covered like a mourner and I stood up in the in the in the in the gathering and I prayed. Now the fact that he's in the gathering here and stood up and prayed seems to indicate that this is still flashing back to his days of glory, as it were, and to the commitment that he just made that he would weep for the destitute and he would take on their pain. He would stand there and, and, and look like a mourner and he would stand up and cry among the community, but he's among the community, he's not where he is now. I am like a fellow with a serpent and with the uh, and with the, those birds that are considered to be uh, mourners in, in in biblical poetry, 
are described as mortars. Take a look at Hosea, for instance. Ori shachar me'alai. My my skin has become black on me from all of the pain. Vyatzmi chara minichorev, and my bones are burnt up. Vayhila evel kinori ve'ugavila kol bochim. And so my my harp and my lyre have become instruments not of rejoicing and of happiness, but rather of mourning and of sadness and crying. And we'll pick it up with the Paraklam and Aleph in the next podcast. We'll see the continuation of Eov's statement about his own situation and what his commitment was, his oath, and, uh, and where his situation is now. In the meantime, everyone should have a good day.